You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com welcome to episode 36 of the old-fashioned podcast i am joined by clintus today because mike is on baby watch uh his baby is due any day now so uh we are anticipating his new arrival also our producer paul had a baby last week so lots of new kids Woo-hoo. uh i clintus and i will no longer be contributing to that side of things but um everyone else you know all the best in your uh family growing endeavors if you will your sleepless you nights <laughs> yeah <laughs> i keep telling paul about that and he's like oh she's so she's great yeah, yeah, you just just wait. No, it's funny because I I have a friend of mine who had his first kid at forty, and uh, she's not a sleeper. She's still not a, almost at three years old. She's not a sleeper, and so he's like, everyone kept telling me this was going to be temporary. When is she going to start sleeping through the night? I'm like, you got one of the weird ones, man. Sorry. We uh we're taking the the crib the rail down this weekend so she Ooh. has like the crib arc the crib we have we've had them for both kids uh the last two anyway uh converts into like a kid bed if you take mm-hmm. the rail off and then lower mm-hmm. everything so we're doing that this weekend so uh i am no longer this is my last kid that has a crib it's a little it's a little sobering and sad as well i'm sure you know that feeling yep. of like yep. you know you're doing something for the last time that's so I don't remember so much when the kids were little like that the first timers i know sierra had like an actual like little bed right like a little mini bed that's on the floor this far off the ground she had that and then when we got her her like big girl bed pull out hide a bed thing i think bryce just got like, like a hand-me-down as well so he never got that little tiny bed he went from the crib rail off the crib to a full-size bed mm-hmm. and uh but now that the kids are in high school, like my, my daughter will be graduating this this coming year. And then like my son's a sophomore. And, and so I think it's one of those things where it's starting to hit my wife where like, this is the last time this is going to happen. This is the last time that this is going to happen. And like, even as like for our daughter, it's the first time things are happening. Right. And for the son, it'll be the last time things are happening because we just have the yep. two kids. And I think the last time with the son is hitting her more because it's the last time. Yeah, and I'm always like, I always joke around I'm like it's because he's your favorite like it's like you know <laughs> give her shit about that don't say that don't say that i'm like okay 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 we we uh we had the graduation for my oldest uh a few weeks ago i can't remember when but um of course you know they did it outside so we got to sit in the hot sun for four hours wow. waiting for one name to be called um <laughs> and then we we skedaddled so me uh mom and the step parents we got up one by one with the boys and we were like because we didn't take Jules with us, because that just would have been a disaster waiting to happen. So, uh, you know, once they called her name, I was like, hey, boys, you want some hot dogs? Let's go get a hot dog. And we, like, walked away, and then the other ones followed suit, so we didn't look like we were all getting up at once. Um, <laughs> but I feel bad for, like, kids whose last names end in Z or, or begin with Z or something, because, like, there's probably nobody left by that point. Uh, so, uh, but, yeah, we did the graduation thing, and then uh, we were on vacation last week, which we'll talk about, because you went on vacation, too. And... Um, she uh she's like i i have to register for my college classes i'm like yeah you do no one's gonna do that for you anymore now <laughs> you have to do it <laughs> welcome to the big league and then um you know they the she had something happen uh this week uh with her uh with her, her dog unfortunately died under really terrible circumstances oh, no. um but uh she's like and i gotta go to work to like this was the day after it happened and uh she's like i gotta go to work and i was like yeah this is adulthood <laughs> where are your problems you don't really get to say like oh i'm gonna take the day off because i'm not feeling well or i had this trouble or whatever and you just kind of have to show up to work so um she's learning to be an adult very quickly and it's uh part of it for me is fun to watch because it's like aha uh-huh, now you knew i wasn't crazy all these years but the other part of it is like it's difficult to see your kid have to go through uh growing pains and stuff and figure shit out so 
Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's yeah. Fun. We've had we've had a couple of uh recent recent things as well. Uh like again, so I get my daughter will be a senior this year. She's on her third job. She really, really is enjoying her current one. Um, mm-hmm. So she's kind of figuring out what she likes to do, what she doesn't like to do. And I, and I, and I encourage that too. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to like, this is your one job for the, you know, for the next three or four years. Um, just do it, you know, give it two weeks and, you know, do everything proper like you're supposed to and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's digging that. And then her car, she bought that, you know, used car uh, last year. There's something going on with it. I haven't quite figured out what it is. I, I got to take it into the shop. I'm, I'm, it's either going to be transmission related, which I'm dreading because it's, you know, a renewed transmission or even a rebuilt transmission is like half the cost of the car that we paid for. Um, or it's a fuel related thing, which I'm hoping it's that, but I don't know. It doesn't quite seem like that's going to be the case. So it's just one of those things where I told her, like when we bought this car, like you have to do all the repairs and upkeep and, and all that stuff. So, so she's like, of course she hears that. And she's like, what am I going to do? $4,000. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But just just know that that's how that works. So, welcome. yeah. It's, welcome to life. Yeah. <laughs> if you tiptoe into it. Oh, man. But, yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting to uh, to experience uh, multi, mul- I keep saying multiple parts of childhood and growth all at the same time because I have the two younger ones and I have the, the gap with the older one. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's life. And uh, they're... Uh, they're, she's adjusting. I'm gonna say they're adjusting because the little one doesn't. Her her most important thing is which which princess dress am I wearing this this today uh, before noon because she does multiple outfit changes over the course of the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, before I even left for work today, we started with a Minnie Mouse dress, and by the time I walked out the door, we had the Elsa dress on. So, um, and that was I left the house today. I left a little bit late because Paul and I have been here late the past two nights, but I left at like nine. And uh, yeah, so she'd only been up for like an hour and a half. All the princess dresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, it's, it's very important, important. To, uh, to her day. But um, yeah, before we go any further, I want to make sure that you all know that Kona is coming next week at kingscoastcoffee.com. We don't get Kona very often. I think this is the second or third time we've gotten Kona. So uh, make sure you go grab that next week because that is a limited run uh, on that Kona. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't I don't even know how many Wayne's getting, uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, he didn't tell me how much the poundage was. He gave me the price. He didn't tell me the poundage because <laughs> all I get is the, is the dollars. The bill. Uh, you get the bill. Pay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't even get like like I get so excited over revenue and then they just depress me with all the bills that came with the revenue. But um, but yeah, so uh, Kona hits next week. Uh, make sure you're you are on the King. The King's Club is the easiest way to know when this stuff is happening, getting access to it before everyone else and all that fun stuff. So make sure you're a part of the King's Club as well. But uh, King's Coast Coffee dot com. How much cold brew do you have left? I might be getting down my last my last two four packs. Yeah, he's he Clint, this is my litmus test for when we need to start selling cold brew again. So I'll let them know. You're like our case study. It's like, <laughs> it's like all right, Clintus only has two four packs left. We need to plan this. Uh, well, you know, like I gets- said, Pete, Pete sent me some of the summer swell because I couldn't take the GCX roast with me. So I did. So I've gotten all three. I've had all three roasts. So I'm, I'm waiting for the next one. I'm like, all right, what's next? What's next? The, the summer swell. Surprisingly, I, I don't know if I said this last episode or not, but surprisingly, Tim's roast is my favorite in the beans, but not my favorite in the cold brew. Or, I've it's been a different I, taste. It is. It is. And uh, the Aztecs been, been been really good. I like the summer swells. Um, but funny enough, I've uh, I've been working on a uh, I've been doing a fa- uh, intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So in my mornings now, I've been drinking, drinking my coffee black just to make sure I'm not any extra calories or messing up with the fast river. And so it's been interesting because it's been a while since I've done black coffee. My my wife's always buying flavored creamers, and we're trying new stuff all the time. And and I like flavored creamers for the most part. It's fine. But like going back to the black coffee, and I'm like, I rem- I'm remembering again, all the way back three, four years ago when you guys launched your first four roasts and you guys sent me a bag of, you sent me a bag of each. And I did that live taste test where I brewed a cup of each one and I tried all four on like, you know, live. And I was like, I'm not a black tr- coffee drinker, guys. Here we go. And I'm having those memories of like, this shit's awesome. I can drink this black all the time. Easy morning, get woke. Uh, Fairwinds and Bayman's were the first four we launched. Mm-hmm. I actually have, 
they're dummy beans in the bags, but I have the bags on my shelf at home. Um, I'm actually redoing my uh, old streaming studio. We're going to turn it into... I'm still going to be able to make content in there because we've seen the need with Rare Drop for me to be able to do that at home rather than here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go back to doing some stuff there and then also use it for like working out. And then I want a space for the kids to, uh, you know, leave their controllers all over the place and not have Nana and, and mom be like, why would you leave us out? I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, get a little messy in there. So, and plus I have all these old consoles. I have like Wii U. I have PS4, PS3, X- Xbox 360s. Like I want to, I want to hook up some of these old ones and play on the, on some of these old consoles. I was actually playing um, last night. I, uh, I hadn't fired up my Switch in a while. Actually, let me rephrase. The only reason I fire up my Switch right now is to play Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, the, the remake, not remake, the remaster. Um, so I've been playing that, but I forgot I have, I've subscribed to Nintendo, so I have all of the old console stuff. So I'm like going in there, I'm like, man, I forgot about some of these games. And, da, da, da. and I was started playing Sonic 2. And like 25 minutes went by and I looked at the clock and I was like, damn, that was quick. <laughs> I forgot how fun these games are. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I was doing that. Before that, we get into That's me when I play stuff, Zelda stuff. I just get lost in Zelda for like six hours for no reason. And it feels like 20 minutes. They just added Majora's Mask to the oh, N64 no. one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I don't know when they added it, but I, I saw it for the first time last night. Uh, when they came out with um, the original NES Zelda on that, their little, I don't want to call it an emulator, I don't know what you call it, but uh, whatever their platform is, I sat there for probably three hours just reliving my childhood. But so I wanted to ask you this, Clintus, if you've ever played this game. So I'm trying I'm in this phase where I'm trying to like look at my backlog and look at the games that I have and you know looking at some new games and trying try and do some new stuff. Um you know same old MMOs. I have my ESO subscription, I have my WoW subscription, but what else do I want to do? What else do I want to try? So a while back cuz you know my struggle with Tarkov it's just I don't have the time to invest in Tarkov like I want to. I watch people play it all damn day, but I don't I just can't invest in it. Um I tried logging in for the new season and I logged in once on a regular run. I got sniped two minutes in like walking in a building. Someone sniped me through a window. Um, And then I went and did a scav run and I was killed in 30 seconds in the scav run. So I I haven't gone back since. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to ask you, have you played Vigor? I have not, but I recommend it. When people are like, who are on console going, is this game on console or is it PC only? And I'm like, PC only. But if you're on PlayStation, I've heard of this game called Vigor. It's free to play. And I think it's third person, but very similar mechanics. And it's on Game Pass. So you get a few extra benefits if you're on Game Pass. It's also on Switch and PlayStation. Oh, there um, <clears throat> So it, it's cross-play between Switch and Xbox. It is not cross-save, which I think is a huge misstep mm. there. Because if it was cross-save, dude, this thing goes this thing goes everywhere with me. So, like, hotels, wherever I may be, lunch break here. Sometimes I sit and I play a little Switch. So it's like, if it was cross-save, I would probably dive in. So Tim, a while back, was like, yeah, it's basically like Tarkov Lite um, and not as intense, but it's third-person. And he said the biggest complaint he's heard from it is the recoil on the guns is, like, too realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, the heavier the gun, the heavier the rounds, like, the more blowback you get. So he said that was the only complaint. But then I've been watching some streams, which ironically, and I guess it was because, because I I was supposed to do a sponsored thing for it, but it got canceled back on Mixer. Um, so ironically, the people I was watching was a bunch of old Mixer streamers that used to hang out in my stream. Mm-hmm. That were playing. I found them on accident because I was just like, I wonder who's playing this game. So I've been watching some YouTube videos and streaming. I think I'm going to give it a whirl because, like you said, it's console, which I have easier access to, especially when I'm home. And um, it does seem like Tarkov, but not as like you're not sitting there looking at rounds to make sure that they're going to have the right effectiveness. Like that's the stuff I'm just I get lost with because I don't have time. Right. I'll never forget when I was asking Tim and Ben Lupo about it, and Tim was like, oh, use this spreadsheet. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're back to using spreadsheets while we play video games. Um, At least so, it's not Eve. 
Well, Eve is a whole other monster. Rob, <laughs> Rob, my buddy Rob, who I play MMOs with, goes through these phases where when WoW is in a drought, he tries every other MMO on the planet, even if he's played them. And there's always an Eve spot. Now that they've announced Dragonflight for WoW, Rob is back playing retail. Uh, but he always goes through this period where he wants to play Eve. And he goes like two or three weeks playing Eve. And then he's like, I forgot how convoluted this game is. But... So I wanted to say, so you've never played it, but you do recommend it to people when they're like, I want to play Tarkov, but I only have an Xbox or something. Yeah, yeah, because it, because it is on console. And and like I said, I, I preface that it's third person. Um, I have not played it, so I can't really talk deeply about it. Um, my son played it before he got in a, he got Tarkov. I got him, I got him, I ended up getting him Tarkov this last year, and he dabbles with it from time to time, but I think it's a little too much for him. Um, but I will say this. Unfortunately, it's also PC only at the moment, but the Cycle Frontier is another great game in this genre um, that is a Tarkov light. It's sci-fi, so it's it's not a not a modern realistic uh, aesthetic. It's a sci-fi aesthetic, um, but it plays. It's a PvPVE raid extraction game. The lighter side of it is that it's color-coded like Apex Legends, right? So the gear is all white, green, blue, purple, yellow, red, right? So it's very quickly when you kill somebody or you loot something and you see a, you know, a green backpack and you're wearing a white backpack, you just automatically know that the green one's better so you can swap it, keep it, whatever. All the attachments, very much like Apex or Fortnite. Well, Fortnite doesn't have attachments, but, but Apex with attachments where it's like, I'm using a green you know, foregrip. Well, here's a, here's a blue one. Swap it, right? Like one of those things. Um, there's no player progression as far as skills or levels, but there's the three factions vendors that you level up via missions. Um, and the PVE isn't like PVE players. They're like creatures and aliens because you're on an alien planet. Um, highly recommended. I played the crap out of the cycle leading up to Tarkov's most recent wipe. Absolutely loved it. Um, it's free to play. It's on steam and Epic and there is a season pass. So season one just started. It's free, obviously. There's a paid version to get more. It's all cosmetics and stuff like that. But they actually give you real gear in the Battle Pass, which is really cool. Um, if Tarkov ever did a Battle Pass, I this would be the model they would use, right? You get these like supply crates, and some of them are like like items unique because you have to like go and loot and scavenge like you do in Tarkov. Tarkov in order to kind of does that with the Founders Edition, though, because if you buy that, you get more. Yes, loot you start off with more gear. Correct. Yeah, and so. With this game, you start off with like a very basic, like here's a couple pieces of, of gear. And then they have like packs you can buy. Um, and you get like cosmetics with each pack and each higher tier you buy, you get the previous. Set. So I bought the, like it's the, the highest one's like $110. I got all the cosmetics from the other packages. You get to start off with a bunch of credits and a bunch of gear. But it's not pay to win because literally you can go in and lose it all in the first raid. Like you could just right. die because it's very much like Tarkov. Um, but I really, I recommend it all the time. People are like watching me play Tarkov and they're like, ah, oh, I thought about getting this game, but I'm just not sure. I'm like, try the cycle. If you don't break your keyboard playing that, then you're probably safe to play Tarkov because it does, it is PVP and you still can be one tapped from, you know, across the map because if you're, the way the system works and the damages is again, it's higher colored gear versus lower colored gear. It does more damage. So there's like this, it's it's not like a armor in Tarkov where it's like damage mitigation. It's like a percentage of the damage either goes up or down based on the color of the gun and the color of the gear. So it's a lot simpler to understand, but the game itself is the same concept, uh, same genre, same genre. I mean, actually, the analogy I've been using is, is if Tarkov is PUBG, this is Apex Legends, right? They're both BRs, they're both the same game, but they have different mechanics. And this one's very technical, slow, tactical. And this one's faster, a little twitchier, um, you know, more arcadey. I've been, I put about 30 hours in the last two and a half weeks in it um, during some off time for baby things. Well, I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. um, I'm spending about 15 to 20 minutes per raid, um, which is about the timeline for that, Kev, if you want to think about it, just because it's not like a Tarkov thing where you can spend 45 minutes. Like if you want to spend 45 minutes, you can, but the extraction sites are all over. They're not time gated. You're not locked. You can just go in and get out and have a great time. You know, if you want to just go PvE some stuff, you can just go PvE some stuff and enemies and get their loot, or or you can run in and PvP. I've been having a great time. I, I learned about low-budget jungle runs, Clintus, and so I'm just running in with a trench gun and just sprinting through the jungle marauders. So. I, uh, my only issue with the cycle is the same problem with Tarkov, is it's it's on PC, 
Yeah. And I don't like playing shooters on my laptop because it's only a 14 inch screen. So unless, because sure. I share it right now until that room is done, my wife and I share a monitor because um, she does her work with my widescreen monitor and then my gaming PC is on that desk. So if she's not working, but then like even at night, it's like, all right, go turn on the computer. Like, and you're going to do this for what, an hour and a half as opposed to TV controller. Yeah, we're good to go. Right. I, I know it sounds like first world problem, but that's just how no, my, my head works at night. Well, it's gaming. It's, it's a comfort thing, right? Like we, we, I was just talking about this a couple of days ago where I do miss that. What exactly what you just said? Like, I remember, you know, kids go to bed, wife goes to bed, hit the couch, turn the TV on, pull up the controller. I'm like kind of like half laying on the couch playing Call of Duty with my buds, right? Like late at night. Like I, there is a sense of missing that. Whereas like now if I come in here because I want to do something in Tarkov, yeah, like I'm like I'm sitting up as if I'm sitting up working, right? It's not the couch where you're leaning back, kind of lean, you know, even even sometimes like leaning sideways in the couch, right? Like, you know, can't do that. So yeah. I, I totally get that. Totally I wonder if that's that. pseudo generational though, because I'm at the point and it's like, I'd rather sit down at my PC and have that experience with what I would consider a pseudo better experience for like the game itself than be on the couch. Now, like I can play Forza on the couch or the controller, but like, I don't want to play I guess that's your point though. Kind of Kevin, you don't want to play shooters. I know that's weird. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, I play Fortnite on my Xbox. I do that too. I, prefer I, that I don't experience. consider that the same kind of, that, that's far more arcadey yeah. than, but yeah. So my, my, my point, like you're not wrong, but I've been playing PC games I mean, I've been playing my whole life, but I really got into PC gaming when I started playing WoW in like 2007. So I, I don't want to say I stopped playing console because I always, I, you know me with my sports games. I always played sports games on console, so I didn't stop playing console. But this is the first time I've gone back to play. And especially when you're streaming, then all of a sudden your life just, it's like if it's not on PC, I'm not touching it type of situation. Uh, Mixer was a little bit more Xbox friendly. Like they wanted you to do stuff on Xbox for the for obvious reasons, but with Twitch, it was like you know. I remember when I moved here and I started like getting serious about streaming, and Corey found out like I had I can't remember what video card I had, and he like had a panic attack. He was like, "How? What? No, no, no! We need to get you." So he gave me his old video card, and you know, and then Ben took me to Best Buy, and we were looking at computers because I was working off a laptop. And before you know it, by the time, because I, I was one PC setup, um, mostly console games up until Destiny 2. And then Destiny 2 dropped, and that's when I, you know, I spent the money and got a second PC. Um, and then from there, it was like, you know, how could you play a console game? How dare you? <laughs> um, so uh, that's kind of where it's at. So then when I when I quit streaming sitting on the couch has so much appeal. The other thing I'm learning uh, about me, and I'm not saying this for everyone, but is streaming really messed with my brain on what types of games I want to play myself? Cause like, I love Tarkov, but again, I don't have the time to dump into it. So then I, I go to my safety, which is my MMOs. Cause you know, you can hop in and hop out as much as you want, but there's, you know, certain games that I've really loved that like are not cool anymore. I'm putting up air quotes for you audio listeners. Like Marvel's Avengers. I love that game. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how anyone else feels about it. That is such a great game to just jump into for an hour, an hour and a half, and then jump out. Or like I did accidentally the other day, my wife's like, we're going to go to the supermarket. I said, okay, I'm going to do a hive real quick, not realizing it was a mega hive of 14 floors. So an hour and a half later, and she's standing behind me tapping her foot because you can't stop because you're halfway invested into the hive. And it's like Saturday afternoon. She wants to get everything done so we can start grilling and, you know, enjoy our evening and take the kids in the pool. And I'm like, I got two more floors. Just give me give me 20 more minutes. I got two more floors. Give me 20 more minutes. So, um, you know, it's just that type of game. But I love that game. I played on PlayStation specifically so I can have Spider-Man, um, which I still think is shitty they did that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a fun game. So I'm trying that. Um, and then uh, I'm going to try Vigor this weekend. And then the other new game that I'm giving a whirl that I own, and I own most of the expansions, and I've only played, like, I think my Steam things that I played, like, 15 minutes of it, is Conan Exiles, the survival game. Mm -hmm. I know it's not your aesthetic, Clintus, but have you ever played the game from a survival standpoint? No, but I've watched my friends play it, and I totally get the appeal. I totally uh, I get you it. Could do, 
you can do PVE servers too. So I can mm-hmm. learn the game without getting ganked and stuff like that. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm going to try and do. And it's free on, on Game Pass as well. So I might download it for Xbox and give it a whirl on there. But if I am going to play a game on my laptop, that is a nice alternative because I don't need like a huge screen for it. Um, I And everything I'm reading says like, look, you can pretty much play this like you'd play an MMO. There's just no quests because it's a sandbox. So you're kind of in this place where you're running around doing all this stuff and they give you hints as to what you have to do next. But, you know, you're still doing some base building and, you know, crafting and whatnot. But it's not like this crazy survival game like uh, Seven Days to Die or, or one of those games. So I'm giving that one a whirl. That's the other one I'm giving a try. Yeah, I uh, so I, I played the cycle up to, like I said, up to, up to the Tarkov wipe. And then when the wipe happened, I've been going pretty hard on the wipe. And yep. it's been going pretty good for me. Like I, um, I'm, I'm I just hit level thirty, which is we just yesterday was three weeks from the wipe, so it's been three weeks, three exactly three weeks. Um, I'm definitely further along, and my I feel further along than I have in previous wipes. I know like the the mega super hardcore is already like in the fifties. I've got the first couple kappas have been unlocked. You know, that's like the end quest. Really, the only end quest you have. The good thing they did the last wipe. Was they added some cosme- more cosmetics for you to grind for. So like you go into this one map and you kill players from this distance with this gun, you get a special armband or something like that. Like it's it's cool to give you give people something to chase after. But the only yeah. thing I what's oh, the, yeah the, that's the cult thing with like the whispering and stuff that everyone's been talking about or something. Cultists, yeah, the cultists. Yeah, they're yeah. only at night on like three maps where there's like a lot of woods and forests and stuff. But yeah, if you kill them, like there's a special armband. So there's like some like end game you know, quests to try and to, to go after. Um, Cause otherwise, once you've got max traders, which is like level 42. And if you get cap, which is, I think is now at 55, that's really it. Right. And I have to tell people all the time, I'm like at the core of the game, it's a PVP game, right? So just yep. like call of duty or battlefield, you load into a game to kill the opponents and come out ahead, right? With your high AKD or get the W for your team in Tarkov it's survive, right? So go get into a battle and win and get out with some cool loot, right? Some new gear. Um, but this right now is the best time for me to play Tarkov because I love the grind. I love seeing all my skills go up, on unlocking the traders, unlocking new guns, finishing quests. I'm actually going for Kappa, air quotes. Like, you know, that's always one of the questions people ask you. Are you going for Kappa? Because you don't have to. You don't have to do the quest. You literally don't have to do any quests. You go naturally level up through XP and stuff. Um so now that now that Tarkov's here, I'm not really playing anything else. But I did just the other day. My son decided to stream randomly. It's middle of summer. He has he streamed like twice, I think, the entire entire summer. He's like, hey, I want I want to stream, but uh, I think I want to play some games with Sierra, or my my daughter, and his sister. And he's like, uh, we're gonna play Dead by Daylight. Do you want to play with us? And I've never played Dead by Daylight. I was like, oh, okay, I think I own it. Let, let me double check. Sure, I own it. Cool, I'll install it. So we played, we played some Day by Daylight first time, learned how those controls are, and we're having a blast playing that. And then she's like, hey, what do you guys think about playing Fortnite? And I'm like, I did install it when the no build came out, but I have yet to actually open it and play it. And so I'm like, sure, why not? I've been, everyone's been asking me to play it. Let's give it a try. So we played the no build Fortnite, and that was fun. But I think so both of those games, I enjoyed them because I was playing with my kids. Yeah. And... My daughter doesn't play a whole lot of games. She has a PlayStation, so she's limited to you know that. But she plays with her friends when her friends are into it. And the fact that these games are cross-play, I can play on my PC and play with them on console has been great. And so I, I told them, I said, anytime you guys want to play these games or any games, just let, just let me know. Like, I will buy whatever I need to buy. Like, I, I love when my son and I get to play video games together. That's great. Um, but... Uh, when my daughter gets involved, I'm like, this is the best, right? Like, I wish we had more of that. And even my wife, like, I, I, I get people come to my chat. I actually played with a couple the other day in Tarkov. We, we do these little scav armies where, like, I'm like, hey, who wants, to, who wants to scav up with me? Anybody from chat can, like, join. And now that there's in-game VoIP, we don't have to worry about Discord and all that stuff. But I end up running a scav raid with this husband and wife couple. And they're both, you know, calming and say, hey, I got found this. Do you need that? And I was like, man, I am super jealous that, A, you play video games with your wife. And B, you play Tarkov with your wife? I'm like, that is freaking awesome. Because uh, my wife, she has a Switch, but she might touch it like once every six months. You know, like she gets bored one day and she's like, oh, let's see, I haven't played this in a while. And she'll play hard for like two weeks and then just puts it away again for another six months. You know? <laughs> so thankfully, so, my wife uh, is a hardcore gamer in the way that she'll play a game 
and then go, oh, you're playing a game. I want to beat you at that game. <laughs> so I my, my three current games are TFT from League of Legends because it's just a super easy sit down, super casual, like whatever. And so she started playing that with me. She is desperately trying to kick my butt, but also have fun. Um, but they have a duos mode, so that's great. Uh, then I'm playing the cycle obsessively. And then you're going to hate me and I'm going to say it. I'm enjoying Battlefield 2042 as a just jump in, shoot people, and get out game. So mm-hmm. uh, the new update season one came out, and it's actually been a solid time. I'm having to catch up on all the attachments and stuff. But I, I, I think my draw for Battlefield is really the attachment system. If any other game had that attachment system where you could just swap out with that little like reticle thingy, I'd go ham. But uh, Battlefield 4, man. Oh, I love some Battlefield 4. My, some of my favorite times gaming with my friends. My God. Just like and that was right when playstation 4 came out it was oh man i can't describe to you that battlefield 4 is up there with wow and my gaming nostalgia mental library when it comes to like really good memories um why it's up there at wow and destiny one because it was just some of the best time and it was funny because battlefield happened and then destiny came like right after that yeah and then that that Destiny changed my life. I can say that. I can say that with confidence. Did you ever play um, uh, 1942? Not 2042, but that, yeah, yeah. yeah that I was wasn't as into 1942, yeah. but 1942 was a was a great game. Four was just. It has nothing to do with the quality of the game. It's the memories that yeah, we yeah, made yeah. playing the game. Um, you know, it's, it's like it's like for me, games like that. Like I, you know, I always say Coder is the greatest game. Coder does not hold up now. I mean, you can play it on your phone. It's still like from a control sandwich it's a piece of trash but just the story the journey the memories that game just it has me forever i will never ever not love that game it's just one it's the greatest of all time in my opinion so 1942 was the second shooter i ever played outside of halo with all of my buds in lan in like a little itty bitty room back in like 2000 and like eight or whatever it was and so that's my my nostalgic trip I follow this dude on TikTok who documents the end of like MMOs and like shooters shutting down their servers and stuff. And he plays videos of people that recorded like their last moments in game. Oh. It is some of the most gut wrenching, <laughs> saddest shit. And Halo 3 is one of the videos he no. did. And they're like, servers are still up. They gave us an extra half an hour. And the guy's like, one more game, one more. And then it cuts because oh. Xbox Live cut out and the server shut down. And it's like, you know, the servers are not available. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then you see the other videos where people are, you know, show their friends list. And it was like last online eight years ago. And I have friends like that that I met and wow and stuff. I'll go in there and it's like last online seven years. Or you'll see them playing on another server with like new people. And you're like, oh, man, I mean, you know, shoot them a message or something. But still, Um, uh, Terra, the MMO just shut down uh, like two weeks ago. Um, so he, that was the latest video he put out on, on the shutdowns. And that, again, it was just sad. Cause like they gather in like the public spaces, Clintus, like all with your characters decked out in your gear, doing whatever. And like all of them have different ways. Like in, um, when the matrix online shut down, uh, they made everyone disconnect from the matrix at the same exact time. So they're like on the ground holding their head and you hear the screaming noise. And then it was like servers are offline. Wow. Yeah. Some of them do events to kill their games like, um, defiance all of a sudden in defiance, all these meteors started showering down from the sky and just destroying everything and everyone (gasps) until you died and you couldn't come back. Um, so, um, some of them make it theatrical. Some of them just pull the plug, but it's just it, I, there's one I forget, I think it might be old school RuneScape or Dark Age of Camelot. I don't know. The dude's like crying. He's like, <laughs> "Remember, forget the memories that we made," and blah 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 blah. And uh, you know the servers go offline because um, when you're playing those games, you think like this will this will last forever. Like you right. know the old Halo days. Uh, for for me back in the day, it was MMOs. For a lot of other people, like you said, Paul it was was Halo. But you think it's you don't think that's gonna end? That's like oh, I'll play with these guys forever. We'll just move on to the next game. It's not how it works. Yeah, I. So you guys were talking about like the games, memories, and nostalgia. Uh, Modern Warfare Two was mine because that was the first. I bought my PlayStation Three, and I got Modern Warfare Two, and that's what I played with my friends. And it was the first time playing online, you know, multiplayer since my pc days of counter-strike day of defeat uh you know a medal of honor tribes Two. oh my god i love tribes Two. like tribes you know that, that was my college years and then pc broke 
Eve was the last game I played. My PC broke, and then kids, and then years, no video games, nothing. And my wife was like, "We should get an Xbox." I was like, "What? Are you serious?" But of course, we went to the 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 game store, and we're looking at the games, and there was nothing that she like, you know. Oh yeah, that looks fun. She kept looking at the Nintendo games. I'm like, so we should get a GameCube, and then you'll be you know you'll be good. And so we ended up getting a GameCube, and same thing. She played it for like a week or two, and then she's like, I'm over it. And so I ended up getting Metroid Prime, which was a first a first person shooter on Nintendo. I was like, this is awesome. Um, and I played that for a while, and then again, kind of just got out of gaming. And then eventually, I was like, all right, I'm looking for. A, I'm ready to get back into gaming. What What do you guys? What, what, what I put it on Facebook because so my friends were like, what are you playing? And everyone's like unanimously it was like PlayStation Three, Modern Warfare Two, and so I never played Halo. I never got an Xbox. Never got. Never played Halo. Um, the the one that just came to PC recently. The was it Infinite? Mm-hmm. That was the first Halo that I actually installed, opened, and played. Right, like I played at my brother's house. I played at my friends' houses, but never actually played Halo for reals. And uh, so yeah, it was Call of Duty. Modern Warfare Two was like the first one, and then like you said, I played them all up until Destiny came out, and I got a PlayStation Four. And I jumped to Destiny, and at first didn't like Destiny because I was looking for that Call of Duty experience, and very much not Call of Duty. Um, mm-hmm. But when I started playing my friends and found friends to play with, that's that's what you know. The whole course changed, and I've talked about this too. Like Call of Duty was the only thing I ever played for for years, and I, I even stopped playing the, the campaigns. I just cared about multiplayer. I just wanted PvP right away. Got all the DLCs, all the new maps, whatever. Um, and then when I started playing Destiny, and I started getting a little taste of like, oh. I can beat these guys in PvP, but I also get loot. I also get this. I also get that. Like, I can also go play a strike and get this cool gun and take it into PvP. Like, Destiny ruined Call of Duty for me because then it felt like Call of Duty was just like this basic bitch, just plain ass game, right? Well, fast forward to today, and I say the same thing about Tarkov. Tarkov has now spoiled Destiny for me. And I don't, I, I just, I haven't even touched this season. I haven't even touched this season. Like, I, I, this is the first time I've just kind of like not even really been interested in what's going on with Destiny. They did release a little teaser today, and so they have a they have an announcement coming out for the next expansion I'm streaming uh, in August. So I'll be looking for that. And I did enjoy Witch Queen. I just don't like. It just I don't feel the same um, level of uh, the care on the end of the stick isn't isn't big enough for me anymore. Like that's I think just what for it comes me, down to. Because the last time I played it seriously was December of 2019. I tried to download an Xbox and played it for like an hour and turned it off because I was like, it's just not hitting like it used to. Um, I think for me, I don't know. I just one day I was like, I I don't want to play this game anymore. And, you know, it sucks because I love the people that make it. There's so many good people in the community that still play it. But I gave it, it was kind of one of those things where it's just like I gave it my all and and that was it. And now, even if you try and log in now and play catch up and they do have catch up mechanics, it's just daunting. It's just daunting. It's just not the same. So, and I think the battle pass stuff is not for me in that game. In other games, sure. But in that game, it's just like not for me. So it's weird for me too, especially in the sense of like, that's the game that brought me to work here at some level, like in all reality. And so... I have this like weird attachment on that level too. Um, But I think it's, I'm more content to read the story and listen to Bife and go through and be like, oh, this is what's happening. Almost as if it's like an else world that I get to be a part of without actually playing it. And so it's this, this secondary weird experience where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of the world, but I don't actually have to be in it to enjoy it. Cause the gameplay is not something that like, like Clint has said, the loop and the carrot isn't, isn't there anymore like i'll play i'll play things that like give me actual rank standing or in some mm-hmm. function have like a competitive carrot for me to chase now um because the other games that i play that are for relaxation are more relaxing than destiny is now like it's it's a weird double-sided coin yeah i mean just for me at the end of the day it's just it being feeling like it's being rewarded for my time i'm all for like fun right there's a thousand games that are fun but I play for fun, but I also want to feel like the time I put into the game, I got something at the end of it, right? Uh, you know, I play Magic the Gathering Arena. Every game I ma- every match I play, if I get a win, I get credits, I get XP, I get a reward, which gives me more cards, which gives me more cosmetics. Like I just it constantly builds, right? Tarkov's the same way. I go into a raid, I find stuff I need for my my hideout, for my tasks. I kill players, I kill PMs, uh, uh, NPCs. 
and destiny just doesn't give that to me anymore you know i i've, I've tried to explain that i had to I, ha I have to explain it all the time obviously because people come to my stream asking me like oh do you play destiny more it's like i'll be back when uh, the new expansion comes out i enjoyed witch queen i played the i played for a solid month witch queen came out i enjoyed the new content enjoyed the story enjoyed the new raid the new raid's fantastic i'll be back when the next one comes out i think that's i'm, I'm kind of transitioning into that kind of destiny player now I also think the pressure that comes along with playing destiny as a content creator is different than other ones because, you know, by the time you've kind of completed the story and the things that are happening in the world. And I agree with you, Paul, the story destiny storytelling is, is top tier. It's, it's some of the best and I'm still invested in the story, but I have bife. I don't really need to play the game. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, playing it and then it becomes the competition when it comes to can i be the best in pvp can i you know be the best you know with grandmaster nightfalls and things like that and nothing against the people that do it you know ek leopard those are good friends of mine but it's just not something that i can keep up with and i think a lot of content creators fall prey to trying to keep up with with that and you know this is this goes back to what I, we discussed this a few weeks months ago at this point about you know my Streaming kind of killed a lot of my love for gaming, and that's why I'm trying these games and trying to go back and play games that I didn't get to play and things like that and not worry about what's popular, worry about what's what's fun for me. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's like I'm taking back <laughs> lost years of game. I know it sounds very dramatic. I'm really not trying to, but that's kind of just how I feel. Um, well, we... We're getting out of here soon, but I wanted I want to talk to you about your vacation because when I was on vacation, I saw that you were on vacation. I didn't know you were going on vacation, and I was like, "Oh, look at that, Clint! This is on vacation, babe." Actually, actually, I was. It was the weekend before. I was just slow at posting photos, posting stuff. Ah, uh, okay. So it was technically the weekend before you went on vacation. Did you? You went northern Arizona. You said. Yep. Yeah, we went up to a, a tiny little town called Pine. Um, I don't know the exact uh, population, but it's a very small town. And then even smaller than that is 800, 800 feet more north is a little town called Strawberry that is literally an elbow of the highway, Strawberry. And that's where we went for my wife's birthday. It was weird. Like, I, I was talking to her about, like, hey, like, you know, it's your birthday. What do you want to do? It's, you know, big 4-0. Like, let's do something big. And my wife's very much not that person. She's like, I don't want parties. I don't want anything big. That's me. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so I threw out them like, well, let's, you know, let's go to a casino. Like, because we always like to do stuff that we can't take the kids to, right? Like, like if it's gonna be just her and I, let's do something that like we can't take the kids to. Like, you know, we go out to eat, we usually go sit at a bar, right? Whether we're eating dinner or not, we'll sit at a bar because you know, can't have the kids at the bar. Um, so I'm like, yeah, let's go to a casino, a resort, or do you want to go to like a uh, like a nice resort with like a big pool and do like a pool day? And she hits me with the, I kind of want to go up north and get like a cabin or or like a motel or something. I'm like, okay. I'm okay with that. It's your birthday, whatever you want. I don't care, but I'm okay with whatever. So that's what we did. We went up to Strawberry, this tiny little town, got a, got a hotel room and this little like breakfast, bread and breakfast thing. There was a coffee shop in the parking lot. There was an empanada place across the street and there was a pizza really good, like blew me away how good this pizza place was and like making legit cocktails. Like this bartender's making these drinks and she's doing the eyedroppers and the, and the tongs. And, the, and I'm looking at him like, where did you learn to be a bartender? Because I know it wasn't freaking Pine, Arizona. And she's like, she kind of laughs. She goes, well, actually, I worked at the casino, but the owners here wanted like real, like real cocktails. So I learned, I like learned on the job, but I also did a lot of YouTube and stuff like that. But anyway, phenomenal pizza, drinks in this tiny little town. And so fast forward to uh, right before 4th of July, you know, it's like, hey, kids, we're in the middle of summer. Sports is kind of paused enough that we can like take, do something. I told my daughter to take the weekend off from work and we threw it out to them. Like, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to go to a resort? Do you want to do like a pool, like, you know, slides, that kind of thing? Or do you want to go up north and maybe do a cabin in the, in the woods? Like we did New Year's because we did for New Year's. And both kids were like, we're down with the, the pine and the, the trees and the cabin. And I was like, all right, my kids don't need the, 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 the fancy stuff. So we rented a little Airbnb cabin and packed up some board games and some cards. And we just spent like two and a half days up there, you know, just a little longer weekend just playing board games and, and dice games and stuff like that with the kids, watched a couple of movies and it was super chill. So similar experience all around. So uh, we went with Pete from Kings coast uh, and he turned 40 in February. I turned 40 in August. My oldest graduated high school. So it was kind of like this all encompassing trip. Originally we were supposed to go to Tennessee, but the house we were going to rent burned down. Oh, 
Yeah. So uh, then we were looking in Asheville in North Carolina. And then I was like, let me look in like northern Georgia because I feel like it's the same mountain range, but it might be cheaper. Lo and behold, it was like half for more. So we found this. It wasn't really a mansion. It was like a modern home. Um, And it was on it was on a, a slope. So it was like on concrete, stilted up three balconies so there was a bottom balcony where you couldn't go in the house you had to go up the stairs or you could go down because they had a whole staircase that went down to this little sitting area where they had a fire pit um we didn't really use it too much and there was a creek just flowing by and you could sit there and drink your coffee in the morning and then if you went up the stairs to the to the second floor that's where you could get in the house that's where the boys uh they had bunk beds in there and then my daughter and her cousin uh, slept in another room. They had their own bathroom. They had a pool table, a living room, their own kitchen down there. Um, and, uh, you know, we hooked them up with their switch so they could be down there. They also had a couch with a fire, like a little gas propane fire pit and views. If you walked around the corner, there was a jacuzzi, a six person jacuzzi that had its own fireplace and own TV outside. If you went up again, you had a full outdoor living room with its own fireplace and own TV, a smoker, a grill, a couch on the side, two chairs, a table. So if you walked away from there, you had two chairs and you're on the third floor now. So you have just a view of trees and the Creek. That's it. You can't see anything. You can't hear anything except animals and insects. Uh, There were two chairs there. And then that was me and Danielle's bedroom right there. So I was waking up in the morning and like rolling over and it's just trees. And I was like, this is heaven. Um, and then we had this crazy bathroom. We had, uh, it was like the two sinks. And then there was like this wall in the middle of the room and the shower, the dual shower was on the other side. So I'm just sitting there talking to my wife at the end of the day while we're both showering. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. We have a nice shower at our house, but this was like just stupid, stupid. Right. Um, and then they had this huge living room kitchen with like floor to ceiling uh, uh, windows. So you had full view. They had a, they had we didn't use them obviously because it was warmer weather, but they had a table outside with the two gas lamps. So if you needed to stay warm, they were outside. They had a, a single person swing overlooking down to the creek in the woods on the top floor that you could swing. My daughter was obsessed with it. She was telling everyone like push, 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 push. Like either she wanted to be pushed or somebody else had to be pushed. And then if you went around the corner, there was a three person huge swing, like with a cushion on it, and you could see the house next door in the woods and stuff. And then Abby and Pete had their bedroom on the third floor. Um, and, uh, you know, they had like laundry. It was like, dude, it was nuts. And for the price we paid, I couldn't believe it. And then Danielle looked and she's like, they're booked solid for the rest of the year. So we got lucky. Yeah. Because um, we only booked this like three, four months ago. So, um, yeah, we did that. It was, it was Blue Ridge, Georgia, if you're looking for it. Um, and... Just a quiet little sleepy mountain town, North Georgia, and the Appalachian foothills. Just it was, it was heaven. And uh, we took a train over to, um, it's called McKaysville, Georgia, which is on borders with Copperhead, Tennessee, so the state line. So when you're in the town, you actually walk between the two states, like wherever you are. Mm-hmm. And then we went to this brewery, and the brewery has the state line running through the brewery. Oh, that's awesome! So you can be like one part of the brewery and you're in Tennessee and the other part you're in Georgia. Right. Um, so we did that one day and it was an old diesel train. So beautiful view. It followed one of the rivers down there. Um, and then another day we went on a hike and uh, we had a hilarious situation because we bought a backpack to throw Juliet in and like it took four adults to get her like situated in the backpack because she was like screaming because she wanted to do it at first. <laughs> and like everyone's like holding her feet. It's going to be fine. And she's like, I but my son like came alive. He like turned into freaking Legolas from Lord of the Rings. He's like hopping around on the stones in the creek, and I'm like, "Stay on the trail, please." Like I, I got bear mace and stuff on me. I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, do not want her." But he just like I've never seen him like that. He just like nature and him just had a moment. So um, that was fun. And then they have a cute little like I'm downtown, very loosely, yeah, it's yeah. Like a sleepy little mountain, you know, town. And it was just really nice to just kind of walk through there and there's shopping and some food and um, 
Yeah. And Pete and I burned through three seasons of Seinfeld in that outdoor living room and Bill Burr's Netflix special uh, and a few episodes of Schitt's Creek, uh, Golden Girls and a few other things. And uh, I told my wife, I was like, I feel guilty just like sitting out here. She's like, no, you need to do nothing. That's what vacation is. She's like, watch your shows, you know, manage your fire, smoke some meat. Just like she's like, just do nothing. It's OK. Right. You can do nothing. I'm like, I don't know how to do nothing. <laughs> So it was yeah. it was just nice. We just made margaritas and hung out and just did pretty much nothing except what I just described to you. Uh, the one thing that I did wrong was we the last night we were there, we wanted like a nicer meal because we made all our food for the rest of the trip. Um, went to the supermarket. down. Of course, Pete and I, the loud, obnoxious Yankees in the supermarket, like making comments and then the, the sweet southern people. Um, <laughs> They also uh, at the gas station, they laughed at us when we bought firewood and we couldn't figure it out. We thought that we thought it was because they thought we were a couple because we were like pull up in my white Volvo and like, oh, hey. You know. So we thought it was that. <laughs> and then we realized, no, it was because the Yankees were buying firewood because there's firewood everywhere. If you just walk around <laughs> and Pete has an axe. So like we didn't need to. So it was just right. funny. Uh, just, yeah, just little stuff like that. But yeah, we went the last night to this restaurant. It was it was seafood. Um, and halfway through the meal, I was like, why did we come to a seafood restaurant in the mountains when I'm originally from Long Island? They're from Long Island and I live in Tampa. Lo and behold, the shrimp was great. Scallops were great. The fish was like so mediocre. And I was like, ah, this was not the right play. But that was the only thing we did. But yeah, it was just I haven't done nothing like that in a while. Every vacation I go on, it's always like, yeah, you know, yeah, for here, we got to go here. We got to go do this. We got to go. And this one was just like, no, you don't have to do anything. I think that's honestly, that's one of the things we haven't done a big family vacation. We used to go every year. We'd go to San Diego or some, you know, some mm -hmm. uh, California coastal city. We were in a giant beach house with my wife's entire family. So it ended up being like, you know, like eight couples or something like that. All the kids and um, and it was great. But ultimately, what irritated my wife and I was always like waiting on someone else or like the time ridge schedule where it's like we're going here we have to be done by this time because we got this thing after that and like and like you said it doesn't feel like vacation it's like this boom 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 and i think nowadays like even like how my wife wanted her want to spend her birthday she's like i just want to go up somewhere and just kind of like mosey on around right mm -hmm. like nothing too scheduled too straight but i, I saw your photos saw danielle's photos i saw pete's photos like the place looked amazing very much like like you, the way you just described it sounds amazing. Like that, it's like one of those you see in an Airbnb commercial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was it, that that house alone was just nuts. And the price we paid for it was ridiculous. I think if you try and go next year, you'll probably pay double what we did because they just got in the house in 2021. Hmm. So and they they uh, and the houses next door to us, like the road is being built where the houses are. So you turn off of this road in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, and it's it's like rocks. And then you get to the paved road, which is brand new paved that leads to their driveway and stuff. But then the houses next to them are all being built. So this is brand new. Mm. Um, so we probably got in at, at, on a really good deal of them just trying to uh, get the house. But yeah, I, I highly recommend that region, man. That was just I needed that. that that's that's the best way I can describe it. I, you know, I'm like uh, when we went on the hike, I'm like down in that creek. And uh, Pete's like, I wouldn't drink the water just because, you know, you, you don't know, but you could like splash subs and i'm just like taking the water and like <laughs> like oh <ugh. laughs> because it was so crisp and cool mm -hmm. and not yeah i don't i can't even describe it it was just but yeah I, I was like i told my wife i was like we need more of this and more of the beach if we just do those two things i'll be happy as hell like uh you know i was like, I, I was on the phone with my mom afterwards too i was like i don't think i like i like historical cities which is why i like europe I like, um, yeah, I think that's it. I like historical cities. I don't like metropolises. I hate L.A. I don't like New York because I worked there for God knows how long. Um, Chicago's nice, but, like, I have unless I'm going there for work, I have zero reason to visit Chicago. Um, you know, Dallas is a shithole. Uh, I love Phoenix, but, again, why would I go to Phoenix, you know? Mm -hmm. There's no purpose. I hate Vegas. Um, it's just not my style. So I think my, my, the future of my vacations, aside from, you know, I live in Florida, so you have to go to theme parks. Um, aside from that is just like the mountains and the beach. Like that's it. There's no, no reason to go anywhere else. 
Yep, I feel so, that. I, I said the yeah. same thing. We're in our 40s. Kids are kids are at the point now where they're cool with just doing the same thing. Like, hey, we're gonna hang yep. out with mom and dad, right? Like, even when we came back from our trip, Fourth of July was on Monday, and we like asked them, like, do you guys want to go anywhere? Do you want to do anything? Or we just we're, we're we're good. We ended up playing more more games, uh, grilled out, watched the fireworks from our front porch, and called it a night. Like, you know, like we're all kind of just aging up and maturing up. We're like we're cool with that. And I told my wife, it's like we sold our travel trailer. I, you know, I'm good with cabins, Airbnb for the weekend, just, you know, two hours North where up in the pines, you go an extra like 30 minutes North of that. And you get really cool. Um, yeah, I think that's, like you said, I think that's and the we future. Loved, we loved these Airbnb owners cause they were communicative. You know, the power went out at one point in one of the rooms. So they gave us the code to get into the locked room to go do the circuit breaker. And then I noticed that they had a place in the DR and I was like, ask them what place they have in the DR. Cause like you find a good Airbnb host you want to stick with them because there's some nightmare stories out there of these Airbnb hosts, but the good ones, we had that when we went for Wayne's wedding a few years back, we rented a place out in, um, in Greenport on the North fork of Eastern long Island. Same thing. They were just so responsive. They're like, yeah, make sure you try the ice cream place. Just little stuff like that. That makes your trip better. And then you're, yeah, you're going to leave a fucking five-star review because they did such a good job making sure that you had a good time rather than these other people that are like, you know, like good luck and just don't even respond to, you No, like, she gave she gave Danielle her phone number, so she's like, "If you need to contact me in a in a in a pinch, you know, do this." Um, yep. Yeah, we were like, "Hey, they didn't pick up the garbage yesterday." And she's like, "I'm so sorry." So just good people. Love that. Um, and I'll always yeah. And I told I told Danielle, I was like, I would come back here like every other year or something. Like this was just. I told I told my daughter I was like, I we if we come back again, it's got to be two weeks. One week was just not enough. So um, yeah. Yeah, just welcome welcome to two men, old men talk about vacation. Uh, <laughs> it was a good thank conversation. Thank you for two. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, on, if you're looking for that. Of, on the vacations and crazy stuff uh, in North Carolina, just right by where you guys were, uh, a woman had to use her teacher voice to chase away a bear off of her deck. Uh, we saw that. Greenville County, while we were South Carolina. She was at her Sapphire condominium when her husband alerted to a bear climbing on the back deck. Um mm-hmm. She used her teacher voice. There's a video of it. Uh, she, how dare you? You are on my deck. Like, does the whole, you know, as if she's chastising a small child, and the bear kind of just uh, walks off the deck in, like, an I'm sorry fashion. So it's a great little story there. The other one from this week was um, a sea turtle was rescued from a porch. Don't ask me how the sea turtle got on the porch, because we're talking about a heavy equipment sea turtle. Yes, like sea turtle. Like floppy sea turtle. And uh, it was uh, about uh, 300 pounds. Where, where was that one? Uh, it was Melbourne, Australia. Oh, well, yeah. So a giant leatherback, apparently. It was a 200-pound turtle. They had to pick it up using was probably a crane. Trying to kill, <laughs> yeah, it was probably trying to kill someone because everything in Australia everything tries to, to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's just how Australia is. Yeah, we heard about the, the bear thing while we were there. It really? Was actually, uh, yeah, pretty funny. That's good. Um, you see the, the video of the guy who the gator comes on his property and he takes out his skillet and he just smacks it point yeah, like blank PUBG? across yeah. the snout and it just turns around and walks away. Yeah. Yeah. And might... it's the clip, the music clip from TikTok where it's just like, run. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did just... you, did you see the one where the dude smacks the uh, kangaroo as it was holding his dog? You seen that one? Oh that, yeah. That's from a few years ago. Yep. Oh man. That yep. dude squared up. The funniest part about that is that dude goes to square up with the kangaroo like after he drops the dog and the kangaroo just puts the dukes up. I'm like, they are such interesting animals <laughs> on, on a cuter animal note. Uh, stray was released this week um, to critical acclaim uh, because everybody wants to be a cat. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to put in the movie reference. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but there are two specific Skyrim Easter eggs inside the game. Uh, so if you want to go find them, there's specific characters. I won't spoil who they are, but I saw one of them one. is uh, some may call me this junk. Me, I call them treasures, which is a clear note to uh, the general goods store. And the other one is, of course, a this allude one. to one of the most famous lines in all of Skyrim. Uh, but I'll read you what it is in this game. It is, I used to own a bar. It was the coziest place until I took a screwdriver in the knee and it's closed now. Yep. So yeah, you, of course, know which, <laughs> which piece of dialogue that is because we love our guards in Skyrim. Uh, but that's your fun, fun, interesting news for the week, Kevin. If you want to take it away, especially the ones that took an arrow to the knee in uh, which uh, which town is that in Skyrim? I forget. 
It was Whiterun? I think it's Whiterun. I think it's Whiterun, too. I think you're right. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, episode 36 of Old Fashioned. Hopefully next week we are talking about or congratulating Mike on his new bundle of joy. Uh, and uh, I'll check in with him. He didn't answer my text this morning, so I'm hoping that means that there's a baby in the next picture response that I get. Uh, but we'll keep you all posted as well. Um, but thank you so much for hanging out with us. Make sure you go check out Clintus everywhere on the internet. He's Clintus on Twitch, YouTube, and all of the other places that you can go see him. And I'm Kevin. Everything I do is on raredrop.co. And you can follow Old Fashioned Podcasts. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. And we're on all of your favorite podcast platforms and even YouTube. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe too. That helps us out immensely when you tell us that you're enjoying the show. But we will see you next week for episode 37, where I'm going to ask Clintus if he finished Stranger Things or not. I did. He Done. did. So we'll Done. talk about that. I think, Clintus, you and I need to watch Resident Evil now uh, uh, on Netflix. Yeah. Because that's kind of game related and TV. So I'm going to start Resident Evil this week. Hopefully we can finish it by next week. Because that's one that I won't be able to watch with my wife. Which will inhibit my ability to get it done quickly. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I'll, I feel I that will. one. May See if it was on Prime. I could just do watch parties. And then I would like I did with the boys. And then I just pounded through the boys with, with chat. And then I didn't have to worry about my wife. You know seeing weird penises all over the place. So um yeah, uh, I'll do my best, horrifying. but Resident Evil will be next up. We'll talk about Stranger Things, uh, and maybe maybe I'll get a chance to play Vigor, and I can come back with uh, like a, a shitty Kevin review. We'll see. You all have a <laughs> great week. We'll see you for episode 37 of the Old Fashioned Podcast next week. Bye. Later.